pipes and in this life, but son, we don't see shade. She got my eye, might make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. We spend a time, you have a good night. everyone to inside the dome i am john dodero i am joined with carlin jacob and special guest speaker once again lance johnson lance my man it's been a while since you've been on how have you been hey man i've been doing pretty good how about y'all splendid absolutely splendid yeah doing pretty well pretty well hey another week another day week of football yes definitely i will say this episode is dropping on Friday. Another episode also dropped on Friday. If you have yet to listen to it, me and Devin Anderson of Fire Sports Takes Pod did a collab episode talking about everything NBA related. So that also dropped today. So make sure you check that out as well after you're done listening to this episode. But enough about NBA, enough about all that. Week five of college football is here. And week Week four was very fun. I will say that there were a lot of great matchups, some upsets in a way. But Carlin, how did you do last week? Let's start with that. How did I do last week? I went seventeen and two. Yes, and you, you also went seventeen and two. We I think uh, I called the Notre Dame game wrong, and I called the Colorado game wrong. Yeah. Other than oh. that, I got Alabama Washington State. You called that Colorado game very wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get into that. Oh, uh, we will. Colorado, you're lucky because you're playing a ranked team, but we'll get into that reason why. But Carla and I both went seventeen to two. So because of that, we still have the same exact record of seventy seven and fourteen overall. So we're still tied. But For will now. we be tied? After this, there's only 16 matchups that we're going to talk about. The lowest out of any episode so far. Last week, it was 19. This week, 16. I will say, too, we were recording this during Thursday Night Football, so if there's any reaction to that game between the Lions and the Packers, we apologize. We have some fantasy players. Uh, Sam Laporta and Amonero St. Brown, keep doing what you're doing. But <laughs> I digress. Week 5, some notable things to mention. College game day will be at the Notre Dame versus Duke game. The game will be at Duke. And this is like Duke's first game day in a long while, I think. Uh, so it's a big deal for Duke. Number 11, Notre Dame versus 17, Duke. So that's college game day. We'll get to that later. Fun fact. Uh, fun fact. Wait, wait I have yeah. a fun fact. I thought about this during work today. Out of every single place college game day has been this year, the home team has lost the game, excluding the Colorado versus Colorado State game. And technically, Colorado probably should have lost that game. But probably. College Gay Day is on a curse right now. So, just something to think it about. Is. It is. That is true. And I think that's going to be an impact in what we predict. But there's actually been some changes in the top 25. More changes than any other week. So, they're worth mentioning. First off. Kansas, Fresno State, and Missouri have all entered the top 25. Now, I think we've talked about some of these. Or at least I think we talked about Missouri before. 
and I don't know about Fresno State, but those three teams will be mentioned. But three teams have also exited the top 25. UCLA, which entered the top 25 last week, uh, a couple weeks. Yeah, last week it entered. So now it's out. They lost to. Sorry, they they, they entered the prior week before that. Sorry. Yeah. Week three. Uh, I'm. Who they just lose to? I'm trying to see. They lost. Utah. Yeah. Utah. Oh, no, yeah. UC. Okay, yeah. Utah, they lost to. Utah. Uh, Carlin, you and I both picked that. Colorado is out of the top 25. The, I predicted it. The Cinderella story would be over. But Colorado, they will be mentioned this episode because they play a ranked team. And Iowa, who Penn State utterly dominated, as Carlin and I both expected. Iowa, the frauds they are with no offense, is out of the top 25. So let's get into this week. The first matchup. And this one I've yet to make a prediction for because this is an interesting one. Number 10, Utah, goes to 19, Oregon State. This game is in Oregon State. I picked both Utah and Oregon State last week, and I was only right with one of them. But Carlin... What do you think about with this matchup? Who do you got? So the spread's minus three and a half, uh, and Oregon State is favored. Oregon State's favored. who did Utah start last year? They didn't last week. They didn't start, what's his name, right? They started Nate Johnson still. And Nate Johnson last week, um, let me see how he did. Well, we'll Uh, so thinking about this game, it's in Oregon State – Oregon State is favored, uh, and Sam Laporta caught a ball. So congratulations to Sam Laporta. More fantasy points for me and John. But I don't know. If their quarterback – their quarterback's always risky. How bad did they beat UCLA last week? They only won 14-7. Nate Johnson had one passing touchdown, but only went 9 for 17, and he did nothing on the ground. Um, I'm looking up Cam Rising right now. And... Yes, Cam Rising. I can never remember Cam Rising's name. Okay. Uh, there is a story. Will he start? Um, right now, I do see Oregon State is favored 58 to 41. But that is a video, so I can't use that. Um, while we figured this out, Lance. Yeah, Lance. If you had to make a guess, well, let's have you <laughs> be the guess. first guy. To make a guess, who do you think is going to win this game, Oregon State or Utah? I think this is going to be an interesting game coming in. Now, first off, I'm going to talk about Utah. So with Utah, I think they've been on a hot streak for a little while now. And to talk about Utah, I think their defense is the heart and soul for this team. Because, like, when we look at the – first four games of this season going 4-0 the most points they have allowed was 14 in their first four games which I think is pretty phenomenal like that Utah defense is going to be is going to continue to play a big part in this game now on Oregon State I think they could use a little bit of motivation coming into this game knowing the fact that look we're three and one we're playing against Utah. Can't afford to go into in the Pac-12 if we want to play in the conference championship. So they need to take charge of this game because 
this will probably be the last time these two teams will meet before conference realignment takes shape next year when Utah heads to the Big 12. But I think Utah is going to be able to take charge of this game and win with their defense. So Utah for the win. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. I'm, you asked me first. I'm going. I was kind of leaning with Lance. I was like, I don't know. Like, I would take Oregon State. Oregon State is favored. But I think Oregon State's favored because they're at home. I think that's the only reason why. Can and I Utah's, say one thing real quick? Oh, I do. Um, this one. Okay. According to Clutch Points, uh, Nate Johnson is in line for another start. Nope. Utah. Utah. All the, uh, no. Yeah, I'm still taking Utah. Defense. You're still taking Utah. I think it's going to be a eh, frick. I don't know now. Uh, <laughs> flip a coin. A nope. Make a pick. It's tails. Can everyone see that? Nope. Heads. Okay. Heads, oh, yeah, was, uh, heads okay. was Utah. Tails is Oregon State. Give me Oregon State. Uh, I was actually oh, almost oh. about to take Oregon State. But you know what? Here's the thing. I'm going to say this. Last week, Oregon State failed me when I thought they were going to win. They failed me. Utah has yet to fail me. So if you're taking Oregon State, Carlin, I'm going to take Utah. I'm going to take them. We'll oh. see how this goes. This is so, when just Oregon State wins. <laughs> uh, I, the, teams that, the teams that I put my money with in clutch situations have pulled through. Cough, cough, Ohio State last week. So... I'm going with Utah again. I've stuck with them, even with the quarterback situation. So, give me Utah. Next matchup, I think this should be a quick one to talk about. Penn State, ranked number six now instead of number seven, going to Northwestern. Penn State last week. Let me pull up what they did. There they are. They kicked the crap out of Iowa. They shut Iowa out during the whiteout game. If you need to pull up a stat to remember that. Okay. 31-9 in a rain game. So much so, in fact, that once the game got into the fourth quarter, I turned the game off to watch the Notre Dame-Ohio State game. <laughs> oh, man. And I guess Dame I know who you're taking. I guess I know who you're taking. Lance, real quick, who are you taking? Oh, yeah. I think Northwestern's going to win, win this game. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I think Penn State – will single-handedly win this game and take firm grip. And players that need to be watched, that should be kept in mind, first off would be um, Nicholas Singleton. I think he'll be a big contributor to the game. And then secondly, after that, would be Malik McLean. So two guys right there should be looked out for in this game. But I think it's going to be a field day for Penn State either way. Yeah. Uh, quick thoughts from me. I liked Penn State last week. I think their offense is slowly starting to find a groove, but I still want to see more from Drew Aller and some of these easier games on paper before they play Ohio State and Michigan. But 31 to nothing is very impressive. Great running back game. I'm taking Penn State. Next yeah. matchup. I have yet to... minus 26 and a half, by the way, for that game. That's true. That is true. Uh, next on. game, I did not make a prediction yet, but Florida ranked number 22. Versus Kentucky at Kentucky uh, for context for both of you, because this might not be easy because Kentucky is 4-0 right now. Kentucky so far has beaten Vanderbilt, Akron, Eastern Kentucky, and Ball State so far. 
So that is Kentucky's past four games. Florida, last week, they played Charlotte. They beat them only 22-7. to So this game is in Kentucky. There is a chance for an upset here. I'm trying to see the odds. Kentucky's favorite by minus one and a half. Yep. So they're the favorite. A chance for an upset here. Uh, We'll start with you, Lance, before... Let's see if you influence Carlin or I. Uh, Who do you got for this one? Yeah, now Kentucky's football schedule has been a little bit suspect. They haven't played an opponent with a winning record. Out of the past four opponents that they've played in the first four games of this year, they only show a combined total of like five wins. And now if I was a Florida fan, I would be a little bit nervous for this game because Florida has struggled on the road ever since Billy Napier took over. They have also struggled to play Kentucky as well, including that. And so when we're talking about Napier's second year as head coach, he has shown an away record, I think overall, like one in six. So look, I think Kentucky is an explosive team, but most importantly, their defense can create turnovers. So I'm going to go with my gut feeling right here. Like, I'm going to have to say that Kentucky will actually win this game because I think they'll win in the turnover margin. Okay. Um, I'll go next because it's not fair if I go last every time. Uh, this is a close game. Kentucky is the favorite. Florida disappointed me against Utah, but they've been on a roll. They beat Tennessee. Uh, in good fashion. Uh, Graham Mertz, the quarterback, looked good against uh, Charlotte, I believe it was. So, I'm not going to take the technically upset against Kentucky. I'm going to take Florida. Now, I, I, I think they're in good momentum right now after that bad loss week one. But I've liked them so far. I think they have a good team. This could easily be a big choke for Florida, and I could easily see them leaving the top 25. But I'm going to take Florida. I'm going to differ from you, Lance. Carlin, what about you? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> the Rocky Top deserve to be a ranked team. Oh, yeah, they're not. Oh, wait, no, 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 not this week, but once Florida uh, beat them. Do you think Rocky Top deserve to be that top team that they were ranked? Or do you think Florida just played really good ball? I think Florida just played really good. I could see Tennessee being ranked still. I mean, they're in the twenties now. I uh, yeah, and, and I think Florida should be ranked after that. So, and with that being said, I think Florida's still going to play good ball this week, and I think it's going to be hardball in Kentucky in the SEC. But give me Florida. You got Florida? Okay. Yeah, I'm taking Florida. You and I are differing from Lance. Uh, this me- next matchup, though, I already got my pick. Because two weeks ago, I fantasized it completely. All right, wait, 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 wait. Before you go on your rant about Colorado, let's okay. talk about one thing. Okay. You have to respect Coach Prime. Because okay, this this man took on the 1-11 team from last year and made him go 3-0. Okay. They already That's got cool two more wins. And That's yet, cool they did get hardcore exposed on national television. And it's going to happen again. And it, yes, it is going to happen again. USC Take is going Colorado. To, 
USC is going to win this game. Lance is going to take Colorado. But I, I truly – you truly have to respect what Coach Prime did. Like, John, you seriously have to respect I, I do. Okay. Okay. Let me let me say my piece here. Okay. I do respect Fair Colorado. Piece. I do respect Colorado. They're doing a lot better than they did last season. And I think maybe not this year, but as the years go on, I think Dion is going to build a very good football program in Colorado. I really do believe that. And I think he's going to get more and more good recruits, and I think he's going to build something special there. But that specialness is not this season, and people were really thinking it was going to be this season. And I said it uh, while we were predicting the Oregon game. It was all going to come down. The Cinderella story was going to be over after Oregon. They're going to lose to Oregon, and they're going to lose to USC. So they got absolutely destroyed by Oregon. A nice, solid 42 to 6. It almost makes the Colorado Buffaloes look like the Chicago Bears at this point. But uh, let me see how Colorado players did. Shador Sanders, eh, he did not have a great game. And they just couldn't get anything going. They are missing Travis Hunter. And that's going to hurt them. But they're playing against Caleb Williams. USC is 4 0. And they just, they've dominated every single game they've played. Now, they haven't played really many great teams yet. So there is that. But I'm taking USC. I said it two weeks ago. I'm taking USC. Lance, are you going to differ from both of us here? Dude, well, I agree with you, John. I mean, like you said about Colorado, I think they have definitely improved by a whole world of difference in what this Colorado team was a year ago when they went 1-11. So even though they may be a lot better this year, I don't think they'll be good to the point where they're hyped up to be. Now, Deion Sanders, phenomenal guy. I really respect him a lot. There's a lot of ideas that he brings to the table that I really like a lot. Being him as a change agent, being able to take the worst team in the country, bring his luggage with him from Jackson State with the players, the faculty, and being able to change his Colorado team. It's a wonderful story. I can definitely guarantee you that. No doubt in my mind. But I think USC, you can't just ignore the fact of they're a good team too. Like now, when we're talking about like the game here, USC's defensive line, I think, is going to bring pressure to Shadur Sanders. I think that D line is going to overpower Colorado's blockers. Because I think, like we've seen it a few times already, that Shadur Sanders sometimes when he tries to scramble out of the pocket, we've seen him get brought down a lot in some of these first few games that we've watched. Like, And I've counted it too. Shadur Sanders has been brought down like around 22 times. And wow. So if you're playing against like USC's strong defensive line, that's going to increase that number to more than what has already been already. 22 times, that is a heck of a lot. And so another issue for Colorado is their defense. Now, watching the game the other night when they were playing against Colorado State, that was a toe-to-toe game. And what it looked like to me was that that Colorado defense just wasn't able to hold off against the Colorado State offense in that game. Like it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then Colorado was able to pull some heroics and win in overtime. So 
And another thing that I want to point out, this will be beneficial to USC. And this is going to be the last point here is that USC has some strong blockers at the O-line position. And this is going to give Caleb Williams plenty of time to move outside the pocket if he has to. And this is going to give USC offense the upper hand here. Like Caleb Williams is a really good quarterback. He's been able to scramble out of the pocket. He's done it so well. So I think USC is going to rack up some points on the board, and I think this is going to be a similar scenario to what happened at that game last weekend against Oregon. So USC for the win. I want to make a, I want to make a point too as well uh, with Colorado. Um, have you seen their ad? This isn't really talking about their football, but you know how like when you're watching a college football game that like at least one of the teams that is playing like their like school info would come up be like here at like West Virginia University. We have the top doctor professions in the world and all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. Have you seen Colorado's? I think I, I don't know. They, they're like, everything here is prime. Our oh teaching, prime. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our students, prime. <laughs> and then, like, it goes to, like, the doctor's side and all this stuff. And they don't even mention Coach Prime. Until the very end, they show like a vi- little, like a three second video clip of Coach Pride standing there with the sunglasses and the cowboy. <laughs> My favorite thing with Colorado right now is people want ESPN to start posting about Colorado again instead of Taylor Swift. I was going to say, <laughs> what would you rather have? Colorado. Uh, we'll end it there. Uh, Lance, I loved the breakdown there. I really loved it. But. I think we're all taking USC for this one. So I don't think Colorado. the next one needs a breakdown, though. Yeah, we'll we'll do quick picks for the Sweet. next one. Number oh, yeah. one, Georgia going against Auburn, which I am not high on Auburn at all. I don't. They're three and one actually. Let me just real quick see who they beat. They lost badly to Texas A and M. They beat Samford. They beat California barely. In UMass. Okay, yep. I'm picking Georgia. Uh, they're 4-0. They recently just destroyed UAB. They beat South Carolina, Ball State, and UT Martin. So, Georgia... The only thing I'll say about Georgia is next week, if Kentucky pulls off an upset, which we... Lance predicted the upset for Kentucky against Florida. Georgia plays Kentucky next week, so we'll keep that in mind. But I'm I'm going to give it really quick. I'm picking Georgia. Uh, Carlin, who do you got? I got Georgia, too, super, super quick. But I want to hear, Lance, your opinion, because I'm sure you're going to take Georgia as well. But, like, not, like, a crazy nation, because we all know Georgia. They're two-time back-to-back champions, national champions. Do you think they'll three-peat this year? Um, About Georgia, I mean, they've been such a dominant team for, like, the past couple of years but they were able to show how possible it was for them to go on a two-peat. I mean, just going back-to-back championships, and that is just so hard to do it in college football, especially playing in an SEC schedule. I mean, Coach Kirby Smart knows his stuff, and I think Georgia might be taking the throne that Alabama once used to sit on 
now Georgia would be the new super team of college football. So with them going on a three-peat, hey, I think so. I mean, they already got themselves a dynasty. Why not extend that dynasty to one more championship? I like it. So we're all taking Georgia for this one? Sorry, you take it, George. I was going to say, Lance goes, they're going to three-peat, but Auburn's winning this (laughs) I'm sorry. Major ups. But right. well, John John didn't make his next pick for this, and I want to do the transition for this because this is crazy. Okay. Okay. Number rank twenty four Kansas goes to number rank three Texas. Now, first things first, I'm trying to think about this game. What time is this game? This game is Saturday at three thirty. So it's a three thirty game. So it's like two ish one is down in Texas. I can't yeah, remember something like that. What is the odd spread? Because okay. um, um, Texas is a 16.5 point favorite. So here's my question. Why do you, why have you not picked yet? This should okay. be a no-brainer answer. Hey, it but should I be kind no-brainer. of agree. I kind of agree. Okay. But Lance and I, we have to talk about this because Lance and I go to Horns WVU. Up. Horns up. These, Horns up. Be quiet real quick. Uh, Horns up. <laughs> um, Okay, these are two Big 12 teams. So WVU, we watch these two teams. Now, WVU does not have to play either of these two teams. But Kansas, Kansas, last season, they went on that Cinderella run before they lost their quarterback, uh, Jalen Daniels. I think that's how Yeah, Jalen Daniels. uh, They have him back. He's playing great football right now. So Kansas is back on another run at the moment. Uh, Last game, he went 14-19. Uh, three passing touchdowns, and I don't know what he did on the ground. But they just beat BYU, which is another Big 12 school. They beat Nevada, beat Illinois, and beat Missouri State. Now, I do fear their defense, but Kansas' offense is actually good. And they have a very good quarterback. I will say that. And we know Texas. We know how great they are. They dominated Bama, beat Wyoming, beat Baylor last week. Baylor is really not that good. Another Big 12 school. But the only reason why I didn't make a pick yet is because I do think there is a slim, slim chance for an upset. So, Lance, I'll have you go first. Would you take the upset here, or are you confident that Texas could win? Well, first off, I want to talk about how interesting Kansas has shaped up to be right now. Like all people have recognized that this Kansas team has always been like the joke of college football, but all credits to Lance Leipold for making this team of what it is today. I mean, first off, I want to talk about this offense. I really enjoy watching this Kansas offense play on TV because they have a dynamic offense. Their off, what makes their offense unique is that they could switch it up on the defenses, whether it's running with their running back or whether it's with the QB's legs. And above all that on the offense is that they can do well by passing through the air. So I remember watching Kansas play WVU in Morgantown last year. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, well, WVU is going to win, right? And then Kansas all of a sudden just started – they were like, we're ready to ball. And they were just running up and down the field against that West Virginia defense. And what Jaylen I saw Daniels. from that game was that they run an offense to the point where it's unguardable. 
but this was West Virginia back then. They're going to be playing Texas, which has one of the best defenses. Like, they just played against Alabama, and now they're coming into this game, and they're going to be playing against Kansas. So even though I'm a WVU fan, and it's always horns down from me and to all the rest of my Texas family back down south, I think Texas is going to win this game big time. All right. Um, Carlin, I know you're picking Texas, so we're just going to skip that. Uh, horns up, Lance. Horns up, baby. Let's roll. <laughs> Why are, why are you so excited for Texas? Why? Yeah, why are you so happy about can that? I, can I explain? Can I explain? Because you quickly. hate him. Quickly. You like That's the only that's why. reason. That's why. That is the only reason. That's why. Okay. The only oh, reason yes. you hate him. I, I like the comment no, you put in here. I, li- I, I, I like... Yeah, screw that. We're getting rid of that. <laughs> I put horns up, baby. Horns up. <laughs> no, but like, honestly, like... Do I like Texas as a football team this year to win it all? No. Just because Wyoming held you for so long and they almost lost Wyoming and then Texas was like, hey, yeah, we're actually here to play football a little bit. Um, we're the Texas Longhorns. But I don't think uh, Texas is going to win the Natty this year. That's for sure. And I like Tennessee a lot more than Texas. The only reason I like Texas is because John does not like Texas. That's the only okay. reason. <laughs> I'm going to say this for my pick. I'm looking at their schedule. Next week, they play Oklahoma, who's ranked 14. Right over showdown. Yep. So, I'm not going to take the upset this week because, well, Kansas, I like their offense. I think Texas is going to destroy their defense. So, Carlin, yeah, get rid of that highlight there. Uh, we we changing that color. Uh, underline that. Perfect. Okay. I'm taking Texas this week, but next week they play Oklahoma. Do not be surprised if I take the upset, unless Oklahoma for some reason sucks this week, but we'll get to them later. Say it with me. One, two, three. Horns up. You're so funny. (laughs) Moving on. Number ranked two, Michigan. Goes to Nebraska. Jim Harbaugh played his first game as the head coach last week since his suspension which i thought it was a four game suspension i was wrong it was a three but he coached he's back full spring michigan goes to nebraska big 10 matchup um spread for this game as well because we always say the spread is hold on i need to spell nebraska michigan, michigan is a 17, 17 point favorite yeah, yeah. so I think Michigan, Michigan's going to do good this year. However, I think Michigan's going to run into a very hard game once they have to play Penn State and the hate week at the end of the year when they play Ohio State. But right now, Michigan's going to keep steamrolling. Give me Michigan. Um, I want to see one thing with Nebraska real quick because we haven't followed them since they played against Colorado. So last week, I'm trying to see their quarterback situation, if it's changed or got worse because – I'm just curious. Okay. They have moved on from their quarterback that played against Colorado back in week two. So the only good thing about Nebraska, I could say, is their defense. I think they might make it tough on Michigan. I mean, Michigan only has an 87% chance to win, which is not fully blowout material right there. Uh, last week, they beat Rutgers 31-7. to And... uh let me see if J.J. McCarthy had a better week because he sucked badly against Bowling Green. Shout out to the Dan Smith. Um, 
Okay, they had a good rebound game against Rutgers. I'm taking Michigan. Uh, if Nebraska won, I would be very surprised. I'm going to keep it very brief. Uh, I have Michigan winning. Lance, who do you got? Well, in this modern age of football, defense is not going to help you win games. You need to have a good offense coming in. So Michigan for the win. I like it. I like it very much. One more hey. game to predict before we get a break. Uh, the 23rd ranked Missouri, a new team in the top 25. I think we talked about them before, though. But we are talking about them now because exclusively. They are going against Vanderbilt. We talked about Missouri because they played a ranked team. And Missouri kicked that 63-yard field goal to win it. Was that just past week against Memphis? Or wait, wait, no, it was... No, okay, they beat Kansas State. They beat Kansas State. They upsetted upsetted Kansas State. We both got that wrong. Then they beat Memphis 34-27 to this past week. Mizzou is favored minus 13 and a half. Okay, let me see how Vanderbilt has done. Okay, Kentucky beat them 45-28. to They lost to UNLV. I'm not going to care to see what that means. Lost to Wake Forest. And then they beat Alabama, A&M, and beat Hawaii. Um, I'll do my pick really quickly. I'm taking Missouri. I don't see enough from uh, Vanderbilt. Missouri had an upset earlier in the season, so I have them winning again. Uh, Carlin, who do you got? Uh, my mic was muted. Sorry. Mizzou. I, I I would like to pick an upset with this and take Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt is just like one of the worst SEC teams. So, with that being said, Mizzou. Okay. Lance, your pick. Now, even though that Missouri, back from the game when they played against Memphis, their defense was a problem, especially with their passing defense. But I think that their passing game on the offense is going to continue to become a strength of this team. And I think they're going to be able to run that all over Vanderbilt. So, go Mizzou. All right, I like it. When we come back from the break, we got eight more games to talk about, including the college game day game, I should say. 11th-ranked Notre Dame versus 17th-ranked Doom. I just said Doom. Oh, my God. 17th-ranked Duke we will talk about, including many more games, lots to talk about. We will be right back after this quick break. Welcome back from the break. We got more games to talk about, but this next game, Lance, you're going first for this game, buddy. And this is a close one. This is a chance. Carlin, you're actually going last for this one. So I want to make my pick first because this is a chance where we could split. But Lance, you're going first. Number 13, LSU versus number 20, Mississippi, a.k.a. Ole Miss. Lance. This is your team, LSU. Come to Papa. What What I is your LSU. thought for this game? Yeah, so LSU is my second team. And, man, what an interesting game this is going to be. You got two great signal callers, which are Jaden Daniels and Jackson Dart. So what I think, and I'm going to talk about this with LSU, is – Jane Daniels need 
he needs to utilize elite neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. against the Ole Miss secondary. Like, I think that's going to be his go-to for the game. And then with Ole Miss, I th- this is going to be an emotional team. I mean, they had that chance to go over and beat Alabama, and turns out they didn't. So this game is going to be played in Oxford, and Ole Miss, could they pull off the upset? Uh, I don't you know. Take it. I feel like Jaden Daniels, though, like I really trust Jaden Daniels a lot. He is I, He's a really good quarterback, like more than what he can do with his legs because he's a good running quarterback, but he's, he's a really good thrower too. He's just very accurate. He's got like a 72.4% completion percentage, but – Mm, man, this is like the toughest decision I have to make all night. Uh, you could take LSU an upset. is favored minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. But ESPN predictions says Ole Miss has a 56% chance to win. And it's yeah. in Ole Miss, too. It's mixed to what I saw from the predictions. Mm-hmm. And, man, my bias is being so conflicted right now. 4 p.m. I'm going to have to go with... LSU on this one. I think LSU is okay. a little bit more advanced than Ole Miss. Okay. Well, last week I picked Ole Miss against Alabama. And Carlin picked Alabama, and I picked Ole Miss. Rookie mistake, man. Rookie mistake. You better pick him again here then because I am picking LSU. I do not like – actually, I said that one thing wrong earlier. Uh – I'm picking LSU because, uh, what was I just about to say? I liked them last week, but I did say last week. I said not to underestimate Arkansas, and I was right when I said that last week because the game was 34-31. to LSU won it. And Arkansas, I said, do not underestimate uh, K.J. Jefferson, the quarterback. He threw for 289 passing yards, three touchdowns, but two picks. And he had a lot of work on the ground, too. So I did say, don't underestimate Arkansas. But last week, Ole Miss disappointed me greatly. They allowed Alabama to beat them. Straightforward Alabama's been trying to figure out their quarterback situation. And honestly, we'll talk about Bama later. But Ole Miss disappointed me. Mississippi, I'm not picking you. I'm picking LSU. Carlin, take the upset. See, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. We have yet to differ. Yeah, we have. For a while. For a while. We only have one. We only have one. Take Think it. about it this way. John and I are tied in this series. Uh, 77 to 14. Mainly 14 of those picks are John and I being stupid and taking, like, some bums to go and beat, like, Ole Miss, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, that bum school being Louisiana State University – they're not being Ole Miss this week. I think Ole Miss is going to win in a very, very, go. very low-scoring game. This is not going to be like a 30-20 to 20 game. This is going to be like a 14-7 to 7 game or something like that. Okay. I think it's going to be very low-scoring. Um, I think LSU is a shadow completely of what they were last year. And remember, LSU lost week one, right? They lost week one, I'm pretty yeah. sure. To uh, Florida did. State. Yeah, which, I mean, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a good game in general. So, 
just because I have the guts to take the upset that John won't take. Give me Ole Miss, baby. Okay. We have differed again. Watch we just go one and one again in these. (laughs) I can't wait. Um, Knowing me, uh, who was the first one? Uh, Knowing me, Utah's going to lose. Just knowing me, that's going to happen. That's that's probably what's going to happen. Utah's going to lose, and then Ole Miss Miss is going to lose. Yep, that's probably what's going to happen. Calling it now, but we might have another episode. We'll see. Coming up next, I'm starting with this one because I deserve a little victory lap here. Uh, number nine, Oregon going to Stanford. I said it last week. Oregon would end the Cinderella story against Colorado, and they did it and more. Let's go, baby. Oregon, Bo Nix is having fun, and that is dangerous for college football. I will say that right now. 28 for 33, 276 passing yards, three touchdowns, one interception. But that does not matter. And he did a rushing touchdown as well. So four total touchdowns. Troy Franklin, eight receptions, 126 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns. That Oregon defense just absolutely dominated Colorado. Evan Williams with a sack and a half. Uh, Jordan Birch with two sacks, two. Just great effort by Oregon. They're about to have a little encore performance here. Stanford, you stand no chance. Oregon's winning. Lance, who do you got? Wait, wait. Before 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 Lance goes, I'm not trying to cut you off. Brian Branch just got hurt in the Lions game. Are you serious? Are you serious? I am, I am serious, actually. Yeah. No way. Uh, prayers to him. Hopefully, he uh, heals up quickly. Oh, he he's like, just walking to the bench. He's okay. Uh, no, he was down on the ground. You just didn't see that part. Uh, second thing. Second. Uh, I think uh, it's criminal how much crap John's. Uh, crapping on uh colorado that's so much so that you could hear the cops going down lace street in the background because of how bad of a take it was i'm so sorry lance i had Broad. to make a jerk about it colorado i could hear the, I, I could hear the cop car coming down the street you know what else? here's one more thing i want to say about colorado oh boy oh and this is so criminal so criminal go go get him boys hey four and four oh. Okay. Room 213. Hey. Okay. Colorado stole college game day from West Virginia in the okay. backyard and brawl. Rightfully and so, because what? that was okay. a horrible game. Let me continue. I was not finished. They stole college game day from West Virginia versus Pitt, and they've been cursed ever since. Unranked versus unranked. Who wants to watch that garbage? Prime time. Who wants to watch a game that ends at 2 a.m.? Well, where are you supposed to do the games halfway across? Games all the way across the country. WVU versus Pitt has history. It's going to be watched by everyone in the Pennsylvania area, everywhere in the West Virginia area. History, a big time rivalry, one of the best rivalries of all time. And they gave it to Colorado, and now they're suffering. And they Colorado deserved, deserved it. it. They deserved it, and now they're cursed. They're Anyways, cursed. Lance, before cursed. John and I get into a fist fight over a virtual camera, who do you have? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to have to. Oregon. I'm going with Oregon in this. I think their offense, they're going to have an absolute party against Stanford and enjoy it while it lasts, while in there. While they are in the Big 12 before they end up going to the Big 10. And I did not mean to say Big 12. I meant to say Pac 12. Excuse me on that. You good. You good. 
All right. Um, yeah, no. Oregon Bonix is putting on a great performance of a season. He's a super, super senior, right? Yeah, he he's almost like a Stetson Bennett in a way. I was going to say because he played against Justin Herbert, right? Yeah, I saw a thing about that. Yeah, but Bo Nix is putting in a Heisman candidate type of season, and in that way, give me Oregon. Stanford is not anywhere where they should be. Man, could have been an upset. Just kidding. Uh, You're going to take the Iowa State versus Oklahoma upset, though. Oh, Iowa no, State I'm not. I'm not. Goes I'm not. into number ranked 14, Oklahoma. Good old Oklahoma, baby. And okay. who is favored in this game? I will tell you once I can figure out how to spell Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oklahoma is favored minus 19 and a half. Yeah, okay. Let me, let me say my thing real quick. I'm taking the Oklahoma because next week I will most likely be saying they're beating Texas in an upset next week. I mean, I'll call it right now. Oklahoma is winning this game. They're going to make easy work. Do you uh, remember last season? The Red yes. River showdown that it was so bad, the whole stadium I, practically left. Really, I don't remember it. You do not remember that. You do not remember last year's Red River showdown. It was bad. I bet if it I saw like a replay bad. or something, I would remember it. No, but... we're, we're talking about this right now because I I can tell you how bad this score was. Okay, um, was an exposure moment for Oklahoma. Forty nine to sure. nothing. Texas won. Forty nine to nothing. Just keep that in mind for next week. Horns okay. up all the way, baby. But just because of you, just because of you saying horns up over and over, I might just take Oklahoma no matter what. I don't care what happened last year. I don't care what happened like 10 years ago. Uh, I might just be taking Oklahoma no matter what next week. Lance, 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 your opinion on Oklahoma, Iowa State, please. And I think that Iowa State, they don't have the complete – offense that they should normally have. So I'm thinking that Oklahoma's going to take over and just win this game. I think Oklahoma's got it. All right, Carl. Yeah, Iowa State's also missing their uh, legendary quarterback in Brock Purdy. So with that being said, give me Oklahoma. All right. Uh, next matchup, I'm going to go last on this one. Um, uh, wait. It's better they if I go last. They want to miss Brock Party last year, anyways. But still, anyways. Uh, uh, okay. Um, sorry. Okay, next matchup. I'm gonna go last. Uh, South Carolina versus 21 ranked Tennessee. <laughs> and the reason why I'm waiting, I'm gonna see what you guys say, is because South Carolina put up a good fight against Georgia. They only lost 14 to 24. Uh, what else did they do this? Okay. They got killed by Florida. They oh wait, no, that's wrong year. Oh my god. Uh Safari, I love you so much. Okay. Um, okay. September week one, they lost the UNC. I predicted that correctly. Uh you did not. <laughs> uh week two, they dominated Furman. Week three, they lost to Georgia, but it was close. And week four, they beat Mississippi State thirty seven to thirty. So what are the odds for this one? A minus a whopping eleven and a half. Tennessee is favored. All right. Um. Okay, we'll start with you, Carlin, since this is your team. Okay, just go. <laughs> it is a seven thirty game. <laughs> Lance, you ready for something basic? I'm taking on my headphones on this. <laughs> Rocky Top will always be home sweet home to me. 
Good old Rocky Top is winning this game, baby. Give me Rocky Top. Rocky Top's favorite is 7.30 down in good old Rocky Top. <laughs> I did that on purpose because John put it and said, do you know what's funny? Do you want to know what's funny? Is I could still hear that when I took off my headphones. I'm so sorry. Hopefully that like completely fixes itself. But um, yeah, no. Oh Tennessee's favorite. It's a nighttime game in Tennessee. Um, but yeah, give me Tennessee. Also, fun fact: every time I sing that, my mom always texts me, says you need voice lessons. Lance, who do you got? Yeah, that was really loud. Like. But what's going to be even louder is the sound of Neyland Stadium at 7.30 game. So I got Tennessee winning this. And, look, they got revenge in their eyes after allowing 60 points in last year's loss to South Carolina. That D-line is going to give some pressure and help them win the game since USC's offensive line hasn't been doing a good job of protecting Spencer Rattler. Like, he's been sacked, like, nine times. So, look, with the D-line giving pressure up front and Tennessee looking for that revenge game and a loud Neyland Stadium, you got to go with Rocky Todd. I am making this pick so I never have to hear that song again <laughs> on this show. I'm taking South Carolina. Whoa. I'm taking them. I don't care. I don't care. South Carolina beat them last year like Lance said, in dominating, dominating fashion. So, Spencer Rattler, his O-line is terrible. We'll say that. I'm not very confident in this pick. I'm really not. And I would most likely be picking Tennessee if Carlin has never sang that song before. But Tennessee is not going to be ranked after this week because they will be losing... They will be losing to South Carolina, and we will never have to talk about them again. Because actually, who do they? Next week, we will be talking about good old Rocky Top. No, we won't. They play Texas A&M. Tennessee, baby. They play Texas A&M, and neither are going to be ranked, so we will not be talking about them. But you know who is ranked? They cost you. Who's ranked? You know who is ranked? Uh Uh-oh. Duke. And Duke gets college game day. It's finally to talk about college game day. Number ranked 11, Notre Dame goes play number ranked 17, Duke. And Duke, college game day, baby. And this is my only interesting thing to say this whole episode. Um, is that Notre Dame lost last week. They did. In horrible fashion. They had 10 men on the field. Now, we'll, we'll say that 11 man made a huge difference. It might have. It might have not. But they lost. Majorly. So, with that being said, it still proves to me that Ohio State is frauds. But they're going to Duke. It's a nighttime game because it's always a nighttime game. So, who is favored, you're asking? I don't even know. Notre Dame is minus five and a half. So, I don't know. It's one of those like hard things to say. And you know what? For that same exact reason, I'm going last. So Lance, let's hear your thoughts on the college game day. Man, just two weeks straight of just having prime time at your home stadium. I mean, no, actually, this is at Duke. Never mind. But still, <laughs> it's a prime time game. And look, 
I think Notre Dame's got this in hand. Now, talking about Notre Dame's dominance against ACC opponents, the Fighting Irish have like won 29 straight regular season games against ACC opponents. And this is a streak that extends as far back as 2017. Like, in fact, ever since entering the schedule agreement with the ACC in 2014, Notre Dame has overwhelmed much of the conference, going 41-7 and against ACC opponents with a 33-1 and record since the start of the 2017 season. So this includes a 9-0 record in 2020, the COVID year, when Notre Dame played an ACC schedule with much of college football playing only conference games due to COVID-19 pandemic. So look, Duke may be a good team, and they showed up playing against Clemson and beating them first game of the year for both teams. But Notre Dame, I think, is more battle-tested, and they're going to continue to remain that high standard that they've always been looked up to by the rest of the nation. So I'm not a Notre Dame fan, but I think Notre Dame's going to win this game. Give me Notre Dame. All right. Very sad because, like I said, we're recording this during Thursday Night Football. My backup tight end, who I just picked up, Luke Musgrave, has a concussion. And prayers out to him. But very sad to see. Um, he's my backup, though. Uh, anyway, Carlin, I'm happy you're picking last. He could pick different from Lance and I because I am taking Notre Dame in this matchup. I do think that 11th man does make a difference. I mean, that's literally one extra defender right there. Notre Dame could easily beat Ohio State. Ohio State is a great team. I'm very happy I picked Ohio State because I thought they would win, and they did. Not in the way I thought they would win, but they won. But Notre Dame is a very good team. They have a very good defense. They made it hard on OSU, and OSU had to grind for that victory. But I liked what I saw from Notre Dame. I'm not going to lie. I really liked their team. Duke has been on a great run since beating Clemson, but the competition honestly has gone down a little bit ever since the Clemson game. But I think Duke's little run here ends. I am not going to lie. I am taking Notre Dame here. Carlin, I just picked South Carolina, so take an upset. Well, let me tell you my opinion before I pick, right? Yeah. 7.30 game down in Duke, right? Duke's stadium can only hold 40,000 people. Yeah. Notre Dame Stadium can hold 70,000 people. Yeah. So noise isn't an issue here. That's they're, They'll think it's going to be like crickets to those Notre Dame kids the way that it's going to go. Yeah. I seriously think. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I seriously think Notre Dame's going to win this game. But you can't think- pick them. Because you're going to take an upset. Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay. I seriously think Duke is going to win. Uh, I seriously think Notre Dame is going to win this game. But I think it's going to be a very close game. The spread for this game is, uh, like we said, it is... I had it one minute to go and now I lost it. John, what was... Oh, five and a half. I'll tell you this right now. Duke is going to cover this game. No matter what. I think Duke will cover. I think Duke's going to lose and Notre Dame's going to win. But sis, Mr. Negative Rocky Top 
is making me take the upset. I will take no, the no, upset. No, 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 no. If you think no. Notre Dame's going to win. If you think I Notre Dame's going to win. I think okay. Notre Dame's going to win. Take them. Take them. If you think they're going to win, take them. Am I allowed I'm to take Notre Dame? Yes. I'm not going to have you pick an upset just because I'm forcing you. So you have to actually believe it in a, in a sense. I, I, I won't. I won't. Yeah. Take them. Take them if you want. You, we Lance, can do it that way. Lance, this is our most unhinged episode like ever. I'm just sitting back here, just eating my popcorn, watching you guys just going at Let me so let me underline this. He just wants he just wants to beat me because I'm taking South Carolina. It's probably going to not happen. Could you imagine, like, once we get back together in person and we record these in person, what's going to happen? Oh, jeez. It's it's good, dude. The Rocky Top's going to be playing prime time, and we're going to be screaming the song, and John's just going to be like, "Why did I agree to do this podcast?" I'm going (laughs) to throw a party. I'm going to throw a party this weekend when South Carolina wins, and I'm going to throw a party when the Texas Longhorns win the Natty this year. They're not going to, but if they win, I'm going to throw a party. Moving on, (laughs) moving on now. Number twelve ranked Alabama. They're not playing Mississippi. They're playing Mississippi State at Mississippi State. Alabama had an impressive win against Ole Miss. Very impressive win, in a way. They're still trying to figure it out, honestly. But just looking at who they are playing, Mississippi State is 2-2. Two and two. Last week, South Carolina beat them. LSU beat them. So those were the two notable losses. They have been losing to ranked teams, technically. I guess LSU is the only ranked team. Um, I'm going to take Alabama, though, but Alabama is still trying to figure out their quarterback situation. I am going to guess that Jalen Milrow is the guy going forward. I will guess that. Uh, he had a better passing game. Uh, 17 for 21, 225 passing yards, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, along with, and he didn't do that well on the ground, I'm not going to lie. But Alabama is still tr- trying to figure it out. We've In earlier episodes, we have mentioned our concerns with Alabama and their eventual drop-off. Now. I do agree, and I don't think anything has changed. I would say we will start talking about that more once they play a really good opponent, but they're really not this week. So I got Alabama. Uh, Carlin, you're, I'm guessing you're taking an upset, but who you got? No, Alabama's favored minus 14 and a half, but I think Mississippi State might just keep it close. Then again, Alabama did on the roll last week against Ole Miss, but give me Alabama. All right, Lance? I'm going with Alabama, but, like, with the quarterback situation with, like, Jalen Milrow, like, ever since, like, that USF game, like, barely winning that game based on their standards, winning that game 17-3, to like, this is not your typical Alabama score against a lower opponent. But I think he has improved by a good bit. I think he's been able to make better decisions, and I think it's still going to take some time, give him some time a little bit, but I think he's starting to show more and more that he is the man for Alabama. But I got Alabama win this game. All right, I like it. Uh, real quick, this is not on the list, but I figured I'm WVU. Lance is WVU as well. So I think we'll briefly mention WVU's game. Um, they play TCU, who was ranked. At the start of the season, they lost against Colorado in that nail-biter, but they've won three straight since. DCU has. WVU lost to Penn State Week 1 and have won three straight since as well. So, 
I don't want to spend too long on it because neither team is ranked, and I'm not even going to record our predictions for this one, but we will say them. Uh, Carlin, you're an outsider. If you had to take a guess, WVU versus TCU, who would you take? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like this is going to be a really close game? Where's it at? Uh, at TCU. Hmm. I think TCU. TCU. And the only reason why I'm thinking TCU is just because West Virginia just didn't play the greatest against Pitt. I mean, granted, Pitt's quarterback was absolutely horrible, which helped you guys a lot. I think you guys can say that is very, very true, and that's why you walked that away with that win. Um, I mean, you did keep up with uh, Penn State pretty well, but TCU obviously had that horrible loss against Boulder. Um, you know what? Give me good old country roads. Give me West Virginia. Okay. Lance, who do you got? Well, the thing that's so interesting about West Virginia is the fact that they are starting off the season 3-1, and one, which is something that many people didn't expect. But what I saw from last game that seemed really significant was that the secondary didn't show any weaknesses that weakness in the secondary was starting to become less of a weakness. So that defense showed up, showed out, and they were able to be the key factor of the game to beating Texas Tech. Give me West Virginia. I think they could do it. The fan side of me wants to say West Virginia, but in my opinion, this is their biggest test. Last week against Texas Tech, their starting quarterback went down with an injury as well. So WVU beat the backup quarterback. While I have liked everything I've seen from West Virginia. And I think they are going to have a bowl game, most likely, as long as they don't blow it at the end of the season. But like always, TCU TCU has been on a good roll. They have one of the best running backs. And uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Bailey. Uh, they have a very good running back. And their quarterback is not bad either, Chandler Morse as well. So I'm on the professional level here. I'm taking TCU. But if West Virginia wins this game, I think they're legit in a sense, I would say. I think if you could beat, if they could win four straight games and beat TCU, this West Virginia team is pretty darn good. But on a professional level, I don't think it's going to happen. But I would really like to see it be close. I would say that. But I will take TCU in this game. But I'm rooting for West Virginia, obviously. Um, moving on. This one should be quick. I would be surprised if anybody picks differently. Number seven, Washington versus Arizona, the home of Michael Penix Jr. I love saying that every single week. Um, Penix Jr. Watch. He, how did he do? How did he do last week? Uh, Safari's quitting on me. Uh, well, anyway, he is in. Heisman candidate. There we go. Okay. Last week they beat California 59 to 32. That kind of says something. Phoenix Jr. He went 19 for 25, 304 passing yards, four touchdowns, one interception, and he did nothing on the ground. But very good Washington team. They they're 4-0. They're on a good roll. They took Penn State spot at number seven. Penn State went down to six. So they're playing Arizona. We've mentioned Arizona a couple times, but they are 3-1. and one, So, I do remember mentioning them. It was probably against a loss. Uh, actually, 
Maybe Mississippi State was ranked at some point. We might have mentioned them. But that was their only loss, too, against Mississippi State. Uh, but I'm still going to take Washington. I think it's pretty straightforward. I like Michael Penix. They're ranked number seven. But Arizona's not been terrible. They're 3-1. and one, So, Carlin, do you maybe see an upset? Or are you taking Washington? No, Washington. Honestly, like, Washington's kind of my sleeper pick to go to the Natty. I'm not going to lie. Um, now, we're not talking the Washington Commanders here. We're talking the Washington football team. Washington football team's favorite minus 19 and a half. Going to Arizona, 9 o'clock game down in the desert. But I still think Washington's going to win this game. Give me Washington. Okay, Lance. Washington is on a whole new level of football right now. Like, John, what you mentioned in that 59-32 to 32 win against Cal from last weekend, that was the closest score of all year for Washington. So with that being said, this Washington offense is going to remain high-flying, and I think this is just going to be too much for what Arizona can deal with. So give me the Huskies to win. Okay, final matchup. This is a new team. I don't think we've talked about them yet. Fresno State Bulldogs, ranked number 25, going against the Nevada Wolfpack. Fresno State, let's talk about them for a little bit, because like I said, they haven't been mentioned much. They beat Kent State last week, 53-10. to They beat Arizona State, 29-0. Barely beat Eastern, what is that team? Eastern Washington, barely beat them 34-31. to and they beat Purdue 39 to 35. Now, their opponent, Nevada Wolfpack, 0 and 4. They lost to Texas State. They lost to Kansas in a close game. And they lost to Idaho badly. And they lost to USC badly. So, two of their losses were against ranked teams. And two of them, one of them was a bad blow, and another one was close against Texas State. Uh, what are the odds for this game? This is the last game. We'll have some fun with it. What are the odds? 24 and a half. 44. Okay. Never mind. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's actually. What did you say? 24 and a half. Okay. I thought you said 44 and a half. No. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. 94% chance to win in Fresno State. I thought this might have been a bit closer. Uh, I'm going to take Fresno State. For this, um, I don't see it happening. Uh, hopefully, Fresno State can stay in the top 25 so we can keep talking about them. And maybe they'll get a better matchup. But, 10 it off for me. I'm taking Fresno State. Uh, Carlin, what about you? Two teams we never really hear about. And I have a feeling Fresno State will fall out of the top 25 very, very shortly. Because no one in the top 25 from like 20 to 25 stays for much long. So, with that being said, Fresno State has a favor. And, hey, Lance, you have to differ from me and John completely. I think you should pick Nevada here. Actually, actually, wait. That might be – that's cap. That's cap. Uh, you should do it again. Third, <laughs> the third game, Florida versus Kentucky. You and I, Carlin, picked Florida. Different. Lance picked Kentucky. Yeah, He's going to take Nevada here. Game. Take Nevada. Take Nevada. Do it. Ain't Why no not? Way I'm taking Nevada here. No, no, no. 
here's what I think about Fresno State. I think Fresno State is, I think they're going to win their own conference just by looking at the rest of the schedule. I mean, just looking at what they've played here, if they're able to beat in their first four games, two of them which are power five teams like Arizona State and Purdue, and being able to beat these teams, it just shows me actually a good bit that they're able to stay on top if they keep playing like the way they are, they can win the Mountain West Conference. Just looking at the rest of the schedule that I have here, like their toughest opponent that might give them the most trouble would probably be Boise State or UNLV. But I think Fresno State's got this. I th- I'm not taking Nevada on this one. Nevada is just such a bad team right now. They're like 0-4, so I'm going with Fresno State on this one. Kentucky is my upset team against you guys. All right. We'll see if Kentucky can win. But to recap what we did, uh, where Carlin and I differed, I will say this. Someone's going to take the lead in our matchup because we only have three differences. So somebody's going to take the lead. Uh, Carlin picked Oregon State. I picked Utah. I picked LSU. Carlin picked Mississippi and Carlin picked Tennessee and I picked South Carolina and Lance, we will see what you do as well. We will add your total as well. Once this week is done and we will say it all in next week's episode. That's actually, I'm not going to confirm next week yet. So that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Like I said, I'm not going to confirm next week yet because I'm going home for fall break. So we're going to, Carla and I are going to figure out sooner than later what we're doing next week. So I'm not going to confirm that schedule, but I am going to confirm, finally, I've been teasing a little bit, our new episode that we'll be dropping. Series. Series, yes. New series. Permanent series. Permanent, ideally. Now, it will drop either Monday or Tuesday. We will finalize that very soon. Just depends on what day we want to record it and what day makes sense. But it will drop every Monday or Tuesday. It's almost going to be, pardon the interruption style, in a way. We're going to talk about the top sports topics and anything else that we find interesting for a time period, for a small period of time each. So we're not going to go on for like 20 minutes about something. But at the end of it, though, and this is where all of you listeners come in, and even you too, Lance, uh, we're going to answer some of your questions that you have for us. So I am asking all of you listening to send us questions and it could be related to sports or anything else. If you have a movie question, you want to ask a a music question. You could ask those. It could be sports. You can ask about John's career. You can ask about my career. Yeah. If you want Lance's favorite food, anything, it could be anything, but I'm, we're probably going to be spreading it out on our social medias too to get more people to bring in questions. But to all you listening, send us questions. You could send them to me directly. You could send them to Carlin directly. You can send them to Lance if you want. Uh, and Lance could send them to us. You can send them to Jordan or Dan or whoever. I'm going to be telling them to spread the word too. But send us questions because if we answer your question, we will give you a shout out as well, a name shout out. So. 
If you want your name mentioned on the podcast, send us questions. You can also send us more than one question, too. Let's say you got 10 things you want to ask us. Send us all 10 things if you want, and we will answer as many as we can. It will be at the end of each episode. The episode will ideally be about an hour long or so. I'll keep it at that. But send us questions. Tell other people if you're listening. Talking to you, parents. If you're listening, tell other people to send us questions, too, that you know. (laughs) Spread the word, mom and dad. John's John's mom's going to be like, did you wash your sheets last week? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, John, did you get the letter that we sent you? Hey, hey, shout out. Hey, shout out to John's parents. Love you guys. You guys are the best. Yes, but spread the word about this. We're going to be spreading it on our social medias to get questions, but as many as possible. We will like it. It's going to be a new weekly series. It's going to be very fun. Hopefully, we can get some listener involvement too. And I think it's and going to be special guest. And yeah, special guest. We'll, we'll try to get special guests on it too. Uh, maybe some OGs as well, if we can. But yeah. it's going to be very fun. That's going to be the one thing I will confirm for next week. And that will drop either Monday or Tuesday. And we are also confirming the name for that episode. It's going to get a special name too. So it's not going to be like week whatever recap or something. We're not going to be boring with it. We're going and, to have a name. And I'm going to hint at this. We're not going to confirm anything. But October is going to be a big month. It's going to be yeah. a big month. John and I got secret stuff planned behind the books. We only got yeah. two months left. Uh, actually, two days. Today and tomorrow. And then October 1st is on Sunday. And then this episode will probably be the first episode of the month. So stay tuned for that. I will also say too, the next episode we drop will probably be in October. Dropbox location. Amazon. Amazon. Alexa. Alexa. I'm making that a clip. I am so making that a clip. What was that? My Alexa just started talking out of nowhere. What the heck was that? Um, um, what was I just talking about? You were talking uh, about your Dropbox, apparently. Uh... You were talking what? about the next episode with drop in October, okay. which yeah. is true. I will say that too. I will also give my rest in peace to our ad that will probably be gone by that point. Unfortunate because Spotify for podcasters, our great sponsor, decided to <laughs> times our requirement by 10 to keep the ad. So, hey, and that means you guys got to spread the word. So, spread the word. Spread the word. Spread the word about the podcast. We're heating up. And spread the word about sending us questions. Because we will answer as many as possible. And we will give you a shout out. If you send us a question. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Twitter slash slash X. Facebook. TikTok. You can send the questions through there as well. If you want to contact our Inside the Dome page. Or send them to us personally. If you have our numbers or Snapchats. But... Make sure to follow those social medias. You can find all of those links in the po- and all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But other than that, I got to see whatever the heck my Alexa just said, but I got to figure that out. Lance, thank you for joining us. It was very fun having you. So great to have you back, and hopefully we'll get you back on soon, buddy. Looking forward to it, guys. I mean, we're a third of the way through the college football season. It's just crazy how time flies when you're having fun. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I agree. But other than that, with Lance Johnson 
and Carl and Jacob. I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone, and see you next time on Inside the Dome.